Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Live Amplified. This is Ben Batala. We are continuing today with the famous story of the prodigal son. By now, some of you may be fatigued with your Lenten penances. I myself have been failing at times with my Lenten promises. It can often be discouraging to come face to face with our weaknesses in choosing mediocrity over the will of God or for settling in the midst of stress, sadness, or anxiety. But today, let us enter into this definitive story of mercy. Here we meet a lavish father who runs to us despite our struggles, who embraces us despite our shortcomings. And when we run away from our loving God, he comes to chase after us with utter mercy. Again, feel free to hit like and subscribe. And if you can, I would really appreciate it if you shared my channel with your friends and family to help spread this ministry. I have already received some amazing stories from followers of deeper conversion and encounter with our loving God. Thank you so much for praying with me and for taking time out of your busy schedule to rest with me in this music. Today you can follow along in your Bibles by going to Luke chapter 15 verses 1 through 32. My friend and collaborator Sergio Espinoza has once again contributed his own art for this week. I encourage you to support his art and follow him on the links in the description below. You can find some reflection questions in the show notes to help guide you in your meditation. As always, let's begin in prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Father God, we invite you into this space. Lord, I know that at times we've forgotten your mercy. We've forgotten what it feels like to experience your pursuit for us, your love for us. And in the midst of our constant changes of state in life and our, our careers and our desires, our hopes, we can often forget the most fundamental relationship as son or daughter. And I pray today that you can just remind us that above anything else, above our mission, above our work, above what we love to do and how we love to serve, that our deepest identity is as a son or daughter. So Father, I pray that you come into this space and as I play my music with all humility and vulnerability that you get to speak to our listeners here and that you show them that you are a father who is not distant, but a father who cares deeply and is in constant pursuit of their hearts. Lord, we love you and we welcome you into this space. Amen. Luke 15 verses 1 through 3 and 11 through 32. Tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to listen to Jesus. But the Pharisees and scribes began to complain, saying, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. So to them Jesus addressed this parable. A man had two sons, and the younger son said to his father, Father, give me the share of your estate that should come to me. So the father divided the property between them. After a few days, the younger son collected all his belongings and set off to a distant country where he squandered his inheritance on a life of dissipation. When he had freely spent everything, a severe famine struck that country and he found himself in dire need. So he hired himself out to one of the local citizens who sent him to his farm to, to tend the swine and he longed to eat his fill of the pods on which the swine fed, but nobody gave him any. Coming to his senses, he thought, 
How many of my father's hired workers have more than enough food to eat? But here am I dying from hunger. I shall get up and go to my father, and I shall say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. Treat me as you would treat one of your hired workers. So he got up and went back to his father. While he was still a long way off, his father caught sight of him and was filled with compassion. He ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. But his father ordered his servants, Quickly bring the finest robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Take the fattened calf and slaughter it. Then let us celebrate with a feast, because this son of mine was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and has been found. Then the celebration began. Now the older son had been out in the field, and on his way back, as he neared the house, he heard the sound of music and dancing. He called one of the servants and asked what this might mean. The servant said to him, Your brother has returned, and your father has slaughtered the fattened calf, because he has him back safe and sound. He became angry, and when he refused to enter the house, his father came out and pleaded with him. He said to his father in reply, Look, all these years I served you, and not once did I disobey your orders. Yet you never gave me even a young goat to feast on with my friends. But when your son returns, who swallowed up your property with prostitutes, for him you slaughtered the fattened calf. He said to him, My son, you are here with me always. Everything I have is yours. But now we must celebrate and rejoice because your brother was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and has been found.
this is a very heavy passage to pray with, honestly. There's so much that we could dissect uh, as far as the younger brother's experience or the older brother's experience or even God the Father. And honestly, there's probably a really good homily out there on this passage. It's a famous passage that we all come across in our time as Christians. But I think when I prayed over this through my music, I just wanted to sit with the feeling of being disconnected with my father and feeling like I have no place as his son. And there's a simple truth here that many of us feel that we often have to earn our sonship. We often have to earn our place to belong and to earn love. And if there's anything that I've learned from the gospel message is that love is not earned. Love is a free gift. And it kind of goes against our whole American culture of when we do things, when we make our own way, when we do A, B, C, we should always get the results. We should always get what we deserve. But frankly, this is not the Christian message. No matter how good we do, no matter how wrongly we perform, the identity as son or daughter is constant. So my simple message today, everyone, is that if you feel like you've ever had to earn your father's love or you feel like you've lost it due to some mistakes, just know that God the Father will daringly and scandalously welcome you back. He just desires you. He just desires your heart. And he desires that you turn around and be in union with him because he has so much to give. Often in our own experience with our fathers, we feel like we have to earn. We feel like we have to do things in order to receive our father's love. And unfortunately, that's a, that's a deep mistake. And we must forgive our fathers for that. Even as I'm getting ready to prepare to be a father to my son, I know and I'm afraid that I'll make mistakes and that I won't be that image of God the Father to my son. Regardless of our experiences with our fathers, our earthly fathers here, the beauty and the message of the gospel is that we all have this access to a perfect father in heaven who loves us. The whole point of this series throughout Lent is just a reminder to all of you that God loves you. These three words, God loves you, it can often just go in one ear and out the other, even for me. But when we ponder that the God of the universe who made earth and the planets and the stars from nothing were all just for you, all creation, the mountains, the oceans, the animals, were just his love song to you. And I pray that by the end of Lent, especially when we encounter and reflect on that lavish love of Jesus Christ on the cross, that we can remember the simple truth that God loves you. As we continue throughout Lent, I pray that this message, this gospel message that God loves you and has died for you will seep deep into your heart. If you have some time, please feel free to write about your reflection in the comments below. I always really enjoy reading them, and there have been so many graces already from some of our listeners here about their encounter with God who is love. Thanks again for watching, and I'll see you next week. Peace be with you.